Are we recording? Yeah. You better start talking, Zoe. What am I supposed to say? I don't know, but Megan needs Zoe clips. Make a sizzle like a plate of fajitas. Is that our clip? (laughs) Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters, not saints. You might think they're saints, but they... Some of them are sisters, two of them have sisters, but there's one thing that's for certain, it's their sisters, not saints. I'm Kristen. I'm Megan. This is Hillary. <laughs> Zoe's here. Zoe, she burped again. <laughs> Zoe just I forgot her name. We recording. I was smelling the microphone. Smelling. Why? And then I forgot. Listen, I Zoe's not been in the room with us for a, a sorry. This is Zoe. I'm here. <laughs> but may I ask why you're smelling the microphone? And also, there now was a weird smell, and then I thought, well, maybe it's the microphone. So I smelled it. Probably your breath on the microphone. <laughs> no, it's you not. You did say you burped into it earlier. No. It's no, it's not um, the microphone. What is it? Oh no, no, it's just like a passing smell, like it just like, like, a, like the ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like a ghost fart. Like it was no, it wasn't <laughs> like a, a a smell I'm currently smelling. I just like got. I was just like, oh, I wonder if that's the microphone. Nope. Okay. It's and weird. then you guys were saying names, and I didn't realize what was happening. <laughs> and then you went into your turtle shell of laughter. <laughs> What's a turtle shell of laughter? You you like went into your little like turtle shell. Do I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Like you go like, you like try to like hide your whole like Uh and like start vibrating. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you don't want us to know you're laughing, but your face is down. It's like so Your whole body's moving, but nothing's coming out. Oh (laughs) man. It might happen again. (laughs) Oh man. So Hillary Peters had some um, legal troubles this week i would say oh doesn't he always he do- i mean what would you <laughs> expect from peter the groping uncle i, I mean we've just feel a-, a little bad because it in- kind of involves me it's kind of my fault no it's not your fault well no it's definitely definitely peter's fault yeah. but i mean ultimately sort of my fault it started with you i mean i guess you're the like entry point into the crime i guess so so peter my husband really enjoys reselling things online it's a hobby of his mm-hmm. it is yeah he loves it yeah and he bought Megan's iPhone 14. Right? Yeah, it was an iPhone that 14. You deemed not worthy. <laughs> it was well because I've always gotten the max size, the large size. But this time I was like, oh, I want that cute little petite one. I don't need a big phone. And then I had it for like three weeks. And I was like, I need a big phone. I miss mm-hmm. like this little small phone is just driving me crazy. Right. So Peter bought it from you mm-hmm. so that he could resell it. Yep. And I could he, buy a new one. As he does. Yeah. And... He often sells things on Facebook Marketplace and they come to our house to buy it and pick it up for years now. Nothing's <laughs> ever happened. But um, he does get a little nervous when it's something really expensive. And sometimes people act a little sketchy online. So sometimes yeah. he'll meet somewhere else or, you know, whatever. But so this time he was a little bit nervous, but a man came to our house to buy the phone mm-hmm. And he did not get out of his car. He stayed in the car to look at the phone, which is normal. People obviously want to look at the phone before yeah, they buy make sure it. Works. Make sure it's yeah, real yeah. and yeah. it works and you know all that. So he's looking at it. It's on. And Peter could tell that like, A, it was odd. He didn't get out of the car. 
and B, his hands were shaking really badly the whole time. Mm. And Peter was like, this guy's up to something. Mm. Like, he's so nervous. And he was just, like, being really weird and, like, taking way too long, like, to look at the phone. Like, mm-hmm. it obviously worked and was, like, had everything it needed. And Peter's like, oh, God. It's like he was working up the courage to do something. <clears throat> yes. And he had... So where we live, we have a long driveway. And when you pull in, it's kind of difficult to back out and then leave. It's not a quick exit. But this guy pulled in and backed up and was like, like ready to pull out. Mm. Like he like got in position to leave before he started talking to Peter, looking at the phone. So then he was like, okay, I'm going to get it. And he goes to hand Peter the money and he hands him an envelope of cash, but he's holding it in a paper towel. (laughs) This like, is a really dumb criminal. Oh, right. It's a Peter. It looks so obvious. He even gave it to Peter. He was like, this is obviously going to be fake. But he like, mm-hmm. you know, when you're like in the moment, you just like don't mm-hmm. yeah. say anything. And so he hands it to Peter with the paper towel and then drives away. And Peter, he's the second he touched the money, it was like very clearly yeah. fake. And then he pulled it out and it says something like fake money on it. <laughs> this is monopoly. monopoly. money. Yeah. It, yeah. It uh, says something, you know, like not meant to be used or yeah. whatever. And he's like, oh, crap, you know. And I had Peter's car. <laughs> I was not home. And so Peter had to hop in my old 12-year-old Prius. <laughs> I That's so funny. I never thought he was in that car. Right. Yeah. So he wasn't even in his like Tesla that will go really fast. <laughs> no, no. To. He hopped in my very old Prius and starts following the guy out of the neighborhood. And another odd thing was that he did not speed away. He was going the speed, you know, 30 miles an hour through our country neighborhood. <laughs> slow enough that Peter was able to get in my car, get out of the driveway. Yeah, that's impressive. Behind him at the stop sign that exits our neighborhood. And he, he never realized Peter was behind him. So Peter's just following mm. him, still going the speed limit the yeah. whole way. And Peter immediately called 911, mm-hmm. told them what was up. So Peter stays behind this guy just to like know where he is. By the time they got 10, 12 minutes away, they were actually directly in front of where I work. Um, <laughs> the police were there and pulled him over. Mm. So Peter pulled over as well just yeah. to see what happened. And the, police, the guy stopped like with the no guy issue. stopped. He got pulled over. He stopped. The police officer gets out, walks up to the car. And as the police officer is walking up, the guy threw the phone out the window. <laughs> Do you think he saw Peter pull over and then he realized like the jig is up? I have to do- toss. The I phone? really I don't know. Because I wonder like if it were just a routine stop. He like if he thought know. like, oh, maybe I was speeding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, he was clearly just so nervous yeah. anyway. So he threw the phone and then the police officer go- officer goes up to the window and says something and then the guy just speeds away and from the, pol- the police officer mm-hmm. and oh the police gosh. officer was like whatever there's three other cops on the way they like had his name his license plate yeah. number they knew who he was and, and that was kind of the end of it for that and then peter had to stay for like another hour to answer a million questions and mm-hmm. fill out a report and all of this and they wouldn't give peter the phone back they had to keep it for evidence they still have it she's really irritated about yeah that's i know like that's the part where i feel bad about because like you know peter like the king of like buying selling trading like i bought i like gave him a good deal on like the phone because i just didn't want to deal with like selling it mm-hmm. and then like i needed like a, a good chunk of that money to buy the new phone but now peter's just out the money just out the money i didn't realize that he had paid you for the phone i thought you were he was selling, he was it, selling for it for you. me. And so no. now you were out this phone. No, no, no. no. So no, like, yeah, he paid me for Peter's it. Peter's out the money. Yeah. 
but but yeah he's called the police station every day mm-hmm. and today they were like oh yeah that police officer's on vacation so like maybe next week call back they're like in no hurry yeah which i was just like what like somebody stole mm-hmm. something from you like what if they, like someone kidnapped luna and, and they're like, like yeah, so we, gotta, we gotta keep looking for evidence yeah. <laughs> like, why don't if someone steals right. something and i mean it's like a high dollar it item it's not right. like it's like a 50 dollar item but to right. them it's probably not very high dollar because what is it it's over a thousand so it'll be a felony charge i'm sure right, right. But, but still a like a light felony but still but because felonies it, are felonies like don't make a ton of money they know that's an expensive phone they yeah. do but people are stealing cars and stuff i guess right but if someone stole your car wouldn't you get your car back like Probably not mm-hmm. until it ran through evidence. I My only experience with that is the dog napping thing this summer where they were going to have to hold the dog mm. for a week because they considered the dog evidence. Stolen property. And so I could see where they have Who's to like... Who's holding a dog for a I week? I know. That's where it got weird. And they were it like, did. we don't know what to do with it because technically he's evidence now in a crime. But that's why we had to sit there and wait for hours and hours. Anyway, that's a, we don't have to include this in the podcast. But yeah, yeah it's weird. They act weird about these sorts of things. Like yeah, evidence it's just and weird. Stuff. They yeah. kind of made, Peter said the whole time he was like filling out the report mm. and talking to them, he felt like he was in trouble. Yeah. You know, they kept just like asking him the same questions mm-hmm. 20 times. But anyways, so Peter and I are talking about this and I'm irritated and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so ridiculous that he felt the need to steal mm-hmm. a really expensive phone and screw somebody over mm-hmm. and like he deserves to get in trouble. Like I wonder Absolutely. what will happen. But Peter... Is like, I just feel so bad for him. Like, he just did such a bad job at stealing it. Yeah, I feel bad for him. And he just was so nervous. And he's like, I just, you know, like, it was so poorly executed. And I just feel like I could have done such a better job if I was stealing it. And, like, he obviously needed the money. But I was like, he needed the money? No. Like, well, Mm -hmm. A, if he needed a, if you were so desperate for a phone, you don't need an iPhone 14. Right, exactly. There's much more You can buy an old one for 100 bucks somewhere. Right. And if you're so desperate for money, I don't think the easiest, quickest way mm-hmm. is to steal. Buy a phone. A f- buy and a f- sell it. Right. Because also, I don't, I mean, I don't know because the phone wasn't like activated. I mean, surely there's a way for then Apple to track down the serial number. And as soon as he activates it, it's reported as stolen and they can't do anything with it. I Maybe think. he would sell it overseas, though. You know, you can send those. Yeah, I guess so. But, I, but it, it just seems like if he was involved with some kind of international scam he would have been a little bit better at it. He's new to this, guys. This is a new clumsy criminal. So Peter doesn't, clearly. So Peter doesn't want him to like any charges to be pressed. I don't. I don't think he cares really either way. He just felt he had a lot of empathy for the person, mm-hmm. and just felt like Peter wanted the phone back. That was mm-hmm. really what he cared about. He yeah. doesn't really care what happens to this guy or yeah, not. But, but what if he but gets he the phone back and it's damaged and he can't sell it? It may, well, you know what else is funny? So when he threw it out the window, he threw it in the grass. Mm-hmm. The police officer picked it up and said, oh, no, it's fine. And the police officer set it on the hood of the car and started filling out the report. And then it slid off and landed on the concrete. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> so annoying. Like, Hello, you just dropped my new phone on the concrete. Oh, my That's annoying. Gosh. Yeah. So does this guy deserve, so. you know what? He's not going to go to jail. He could. Well, here's the thing. It's stealing something. Yes. Over $500 is a felony. But what's more like a higher crime is uh, the fake money. No. And running from the police. Running from the police. Yeah. That's a felony. So the fake money is way bigger than the theft Mm -hmm. and then running from the police. So kind of a lot of things against him. Right. Right. right, That's like multiple felonies. It's like counterfeit money, Mm -hmm. theft over a thousand and 
evading arrest. Right. I'm just saying, you know, we had that case this summer where they had two felonies and nothing's happened to the person. That's true. And I thought for sure because it was theft over a thousand and aggravated, not aggravated. It was just burglary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And reported and nothing has happened. And I just feel like they just ignore this stuff. I I feel bad for this guy because I think he's too stupid. He has to know that running from the police is... Not panic. a good idea. Well, here's, I feel bad for him, but not because he's stupid, because stupidity does not make you exempt. From Ignorance laws. of the law is not, yeah, an excuse. I, but I can feel bad for you and that I feel bad for him stupid. because I bet that he's involved with somebody over his head that he's going to get in trouble with. Mm, I don't I feel bad for him. For that way. I, you know what I was thinking about running from the police is mm. that why do we charge people when that you are in? fight flight or fawn that's why people run is because they're panicking there's adrenaline like why but is you're that not a lot you're still not allowed to run from the but law that's the whole point is that we know that this is a thing that's out of your control is that you it's pick in one of your these control things. like you have to have some rules in society or it would just be anarchy yeah but well, it's not in our control we know that because that's what happens but when not everybody you're under attack your body not everybody running from the law is like fighting or flighting some people are like shit i no, already have fawning <laughs> That's what, if if it, that's why I sit down and would say okay like but if there's adrenaline I'm scared and I don't want to go to jail I'm the people who flight are gonna run no that, they're that's running fine you're you're uh, you're able to do that like you have the free will to run but there is a consequence well no but and also but they're not running because they're scared they're running because they, they have a warrant criminals. out for their arrest for something else they've done and they're about to get caught right or it's like a two, yeah, three strike a three strike law and then this is like their third strike so they're going to prison i mean a scared, normal person fear. like me i mean i would be normally yeah i'm scared if i get pulled over but i'm not gonna run like i might have the instinct to run but i'm gonna override it because i know how much trouble i'd get into right again it's that moral grayness like if you're not a morally gray person you're probably gonna do the right thing and stop and override your flight instinct and just suck it up it sucks but you'll get your ticket and move on but if you have something to hide, you're going to keep running. And I don't feel bad for this guy. He's a criminal. He's just mm. going to keep doing it to other people that are more vulnerable than Peter. Exactly. A woman that's home alone mm-hmm. who may really, truly need the money to pay her bills. I feel bad that he's And in she can't chase him. But then she can't chase him but down because she's home with kids or whatever. The thing. Every criminal is in a situation that we can feel sorry for. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't have consequences for their actions. And do we have to feel sorry for them? I mean, people do bad things. If you do something wrong, why do I feel bad for you? Because what happened to him that he is not smart enough and he has to make these choices to be able to have money. But But like maybe literally every person in the world who does something bad. Right? Like, would you say you've had bad things happen to you in your life? Not once. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's okay to hold people accountable yeah. when they make a mistake like that's the thing everybody has bad things happen to them we don't all turn into criminals some and people I, some people do make the choice that it's like oh i could go get a job and i yeah maybe i'll make minimum wage or i could commit a crime it's just I, the consequence it's like of your so behavior. you don't want to go back to work full-time right right so go rob a bank okay I mean, that's like the choice you have. Do I go? Do I wake I up? I know and, better, though. But everybody knows but you better. Don't think, not everybody knows better. You don't think better. that he knew better. You think he thought he's criminally insane. I'm not in that dire of a situation. We don't know that he is. Right. But 
He could be. That's what I'm <laughs> but you could be. But we don't, But even if you are, you still have to be held accountable for his mm-hmm. actions. I'd feel differently if he went to a grocery store and stole some peanut butter and bread because right. his kids were starving. Or diapers or exactly, baby Or formula. even just from a store in general. Like, I don't yeah. think people should steal, but stealing from a big corporation, I feel like, is... Better for survival too it's yeah. different okay, yeah, stealing food. from an individual mm-hmm. do you know what is so tempting to me now which i would Rob never do this <laughs> <laughs> no is how many packages i see on the mm-hmm. end of people's streets that's a felony and it's like i would never do it but now that i like the joy of opening a package <laughs> i see other people's and i'm like oh i could just open infinite packages mm-hmm. like i could just like, like you I, don't want to steal the goods you just want to open the yeah. package i do sometimes like, i want to bring it to people's houses because i'm yeah. like i'm I need that person to open it. Right. Can you open this right now? I need to yeah. see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny to do if you just started like showing up at your neighbor's house. Like, hi. Yeah. Especially on my street. Like the driveways are yeah. really long. Like this I'm is like, just a service you provide. Someone else is going to steal this. If not me. Mm-hmm. Like, so let me bring it to you. Let's open it together. And, and maybe you could like offer this as a service if you offer to break down the box and take the box with you. Yeah. yeah that is the most that, annoying part. I, but the, I, I would never. I burn mine in the yard so that I don't have to break them down. Oh, that's something you offer. I'm going to start bringing my boxes to you. Okay. Because that's a but, problem I have. But that would mean that you would have to get them to me. And I think that's half the problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That's not my problem. Okay. You just don't like breaking them down. I don't like breaking them down. Sometimes yeah, I run break out it of to space. Me. We'll have a fire. Okay. I have a little fire pit back there, but it's not nearly big enough. And your turf would go oh, up. you do it a little bit at a time. Mm, we're that so off topic right now. Lot of, you never know where <laughs> things are going to go. Like you don't like mm-hmm. it? I'm just so still in the mindset <laughs> oh of thinking about this criminal. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Okay, so he should I go to jail. Like he should I mean, absolutely go to well, jail or whatever the consequence is deemed to be. He needs to pay the consequence. No, I want to see him in jail behind no. bars. Well, you I don't want to go to jail. I'll be on the you, jury. I'm. Do you not know anybody in your life who stole mm-hmm. and didn't need to? Yes. Do you want me to call them out? No, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, there I, are lots of people who steal who are not in dire need. Yeah. And they and just, just bored for the thrill of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we don't know that this person was mm-hmm. in dire need. And he okay, this but phone. if that person that we know had gone to jail, his life would have been very adverse, adversely affected. But it ruined his life. I agree. So I'm not saying he shouldn't have had consequences. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, if you don't have consequences, consequences, that is just luck. Like, that is mm-hmm. luck that you got off. But mm-hmm. technically, you do need to pay the crime pay for the crime that you've done don't do the crime if you can't yeah. do the time that's what i'm saying i mean like if you were looking at it objectively without knowing the person it's easy when you know the person and you're like okay but we know that person's a good person that's what i'm saying we don't know this person we don't know I this get person to know him and i want to find out why he did it and what his situation <laughs> but we don't is need to because like if we don't stop yeah. these things before they get out of control it snowballs and then you're looking at like donald trump level of corruption you know it just but snowballs. you know what i will play devil's avocado and i will say so say this guy made a mistake. Say it was just a error in judgment. He's learned his lesson. He would never do anything like this before. Again, he's going to turn his life around. Does he need to go to jail for 30 days? Okay, I'm going to play devil's astronaut against myself. Okay. Somebody who is driving around stealing all mm-hmm. the packages off people's doorsteps mm-hmm. and they're just doing it. Mm-hmm. because they can that annoys me and that person should go to jail for 30 days that might be what this guy was doing <laughs> maybe maybe he does this but it just seemed because he was nervous and he just didn't have a well thought out plan and he drove slowly away 
I just have compassion for him. Right. I, I don't think he needs to like have extreme punishment. Yeah, we don't want him to rot in hell or anything. Right. <laughs> or spend or his even life go in to jail forever. I don't want him to I have a felony. Think. I don't want it to affect his life. If he just needs to spend a, like a little time out mm-hmm. in county jail, okay, a couple of days. Yeah. That'll teach him a lesson. Yeah. Not prison, jail. Yeah. Jail or whatever, yeah. uh, whatever fine yeah, he has to okay. pay or whatever. No felony. All right, so um, should we be on the court for this? Yeah, we should go in and tell oh, him abs- on his. We'll be on his side on his behalf. We'll say, listen, we really. Well, okay, here's a twist. He stole his phone from all of us. <laughs> what if we find out that this guy has a criminal record? Mm. He has a history of theft. Or what if he had a weapon in the car? Because mm-hmm. well, Peter had a weapon on him, a kitchen knife. <laughs> <laughs> that actually <laughs> wasn't knife. this person. That no. was a different person. Yeah, because that's the thing is. It's just we can't assume mm-hmm. that he had good intentions. You don't know well, that he's a good a, person. A rap sheet. I mean, in fact, I think we could assume he's a bad person by the little what, we know. What of we him. know of him, it's not good. Does Peter know his name? I know. Uh, are we uh, I think he knows we decided his Facebook name, but we don't think that that was his real name. Yeah, he's got to be smarter than that. Well, it, well, the account was deleted within minutes of getting the phone. So we think it was not his real name. So in fact, I want to say the police said that that wasn't his real name because oh, okay. they knew his real name once yeah. they looked him up. But so it meant he probably had a record, possibly, or you just never know. And this is why our new rule is he's not allowed to sell expensive things from our house anymore. <laughs> he needs to meet people at the police department. That's, that's, that's exactly what say. I said because yeah. little things, no big deal. But something where something like this could happen, they don't need to know where we live. And my thought is, what if he did have a weapon? What if our kids yeah. were home? What if what our kids if are playing outside? There's and, just yeah. things. So. And, and the police department has an entire parking spot dedicated for that right mm-hmm. and that will and it would scare off that's a what I'm saying. anybody that's scamming you isn't going to show up at the police department right so peter do better <laughs> <laughs> so in the end it's all peter's fault <laughs> isn't it always though <laughs> but i do hope he gets that phone back and can sell it oh he will he'll be fine whatever if he doesn't get the phone back we'll survive we'll Just make chalk it. that up to a lesson learned yeah <laughs> So, do we have any questions from our listeners this week? We sure do. Such good little listeners. They have given us some good questions. Thank you, listeners. I know. Good little rule followers. We love answering your questions. Uh, So, this listener said that while walking their small dog recently, the dog peed in a neighboring condo's landscaping. Mm -hmm. At that very moment, a woman walked out and yelled at him for ruining the garden and being a part of the problem (laughs) in their neighborhood. Is he wrong for letting his dog pee in his neighbor's, he said garden. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, you know, yard, landscaping, bush. Yeah. Property. I mean, I don't feel like he is, but I do see where uh, like a crotchety neighbor could be like, oh, you're letting your dog piss in my yard. But I don't have a problem with it. Like, if someone was walking their dog and it peed in my yard, I wouldn't care. But I do know some people do care. Mm-hmm. I also don't discourage my dog from peeing in people's yards. Like, obviously, if he poops, you pick it up. But, right. I mean, pee is just pee. Yeah. And wild animals are peeing in your right. yard. You've got raccoons and squirrels and cats. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about. <laughs> it just happened. People are out so there I peeing in your yard. So what's people? the difference if the dog's doing people it? People are out there peeing. People, in your animal people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you go to Kristen's house, I think people pee in the yard. Oh, I uh, I own people that are peeing in the yard. You <laughs> my own little, them. My little boys. Yeah. Yes, I own their rights until they're 
30. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends where you live. I don't see a problem with yeah. it. But I do think it's different where you lived. When I moved, we lived in Texas and in Tennessee. And obviously my dog peed in mm. the yard and in other people's yards when yeah. I walked her. But when I moved to New York, she had to learn to pee on, on the, the concrete, concrete mm-hmm. which was really hard for her. And so mm-hmm. when you walk around New York, they have, you know, the flower beds and things around the trees on the mm-hmm. sidewalk. And she would walk in there and pee. And I let her because she was struggling. She well, couldn't have anywhere to pee. Yeah. And I cannot tell you how many people yelled at me. Oh, Are really? They'd serious? rather you do it on the concrete? Yes. Why? Interesting. Because we you can hose it off, I guess. Well, we were ruining the flowers. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the landscaping. <laughs> I want to let her yeah. finish. Yes, that she was ruining the flowers, the bushes, whatever it was, because I guess it's such a little space and someone landscaped Mm. it. And maybe because there are so many dogs in New York and everybody's dog peed there, it probably would hurt the plants. New York's like its own ecosystem. It's not like you had a Covey sized dog, which is Zoe's dog. But I mean, imagine how many people in New York have those dogs. It's like the rule there. It's like the unspoken rule is that you don't let your dog. I think that. Neighbors are so annoying and you should be able to let your dog pee anywhere. It is so obnoxious how annoying neighbors are. Yeah. But when dogs pee in the grass, it kills the grass. So if you have a garden or you have flowers and the dog pees there... But also, you can't have it in the front, though. I mean, yes, like, you, you know, can. people are going to be walking by. If you've spent a lot of money landscaping, you've grown these flowers, mm. and then someone like, can't walk five more feet to let their dog pee somewhere else and you're just like nice to letting them know maybe that's mm. the better way somebody could explain that yeah like, but also does if a dog pees on a flower it doesn't kill it yeah but it, do, it i mean it kills the grass everywhere my yeah. dog pees it kills the grass yeah it turns but out yellow but that's different how is that different grass it's is different than flowers i don't think the grass is I good know. for growing flowers in well, the that's yard what i'm saying it depends where you live like we live most of us mm. in the woods and our neighbor's yards are just mm. grass on the road because they live in mm. the woods. Nobody cares if your dog pees there. Mm-hmm. But if you're in like a smaller neighborhood or a condo where maybe yeah. someone planted special flowers or whatever, yeah, I could see make right. your dog pee in just like a grassy area well, and not directly on their flower bed. And I'll say this. So like I'm sure all of you have seen my TikTok about my boomer neighbor who hates me. I know that if I walked Clover over by her yard, she would come running out and say like, don't let him pee in my yard. Like, obviously, I would avoid that house, but I, I mean, clover peas on every bush flower in my backyard and it doesn't kill it. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, I live in the woods now, but this is new for me. Like, I don't have a problem with it where I live, but I also grew up in the suburbs and no one cared that pe- dogs were peeing in their yards. I just think that's what people like. You're walking your dog. It's on a leash. Yeah. The only thing I've ever heard people complain about is like dogs that are unleashed and just roaming in their yards or chewing up flower beds that would be a problem or poop not being cleaned up I, yeah clean fine. up after your dog but i think if your dog's peeing in the grass okay the just right by my, the road it's fine the side of my house that i just landscape mm-hmm. it's rocks and fake grass mm-hmm. oh and do you pavers. mean turf? turf you also have turf zoe <laughs> zoe i just want to point out to everybody zoe has turf <laughs> um if someone brought their dog over mm-hmm. And peed on that because I was down there working very hard and I did this by myself. So I can imagine if somebody has a garden in their front yard and they spent a lot of time like that's their Mm -hmm. baby. And then a dog comes and pees on it. But you have to know, but by the road, people are going to be walking dogs. So if Clover was staying at your house and he peed on your turf. Well, I would never let Clover out that side of the house. Mm -hmm. But you would have a problem with that because he's a turf dog now. He's used to peeing on turf. I would take him to the backyard where there's grass where the other dog pees. And he'd be like, ooh, what's this? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but like raccoons and stuff are peeing on it. No, raccoons are not coming to the side of my house and peeing in my fake Stray grass. cats? No. Squirrels? No, they're not coming. Possums? No. They, Rabbits. They go Chip on trees. They're not like stopping and taking Birds. a pee on your landscaping. That's not where they pee. Like, Look at this delightful grass this woman planted. It's so fresh <laughs> and clean. The mulch. They want to go on the mulch. Look at all these microplastics. Whenever I did have grass, the little grass I had in my backyard, Clover likes to pee on mulch over grass. I That's the way he rolls. Yeah, I don't have an issue with this. Animals no. are going to pee. We have animals. Be cognizant of your pe- of your neighbor's pee-pee? flower beds. Yeah. yeah. If you know you've got a really like stuck up neighbor, who yeah. cares? Just avoid their yard. Common courtesy. But right. most people don't care. All right. What else All you right. got for us? All right. Our next person says, hey, sisters. Hey. I want to travel somewhere romantic with my boyfriend mm. this summer. But he uses most of his vacation time to travel with his parents. Mm. They take very expensive trips that I can't afford. Mm. Is it okay for me to ask him to travel with me instead of his parents? Red flag. Okay, wait. Are they married? Did you say boyfriend or husband? Boyfriend. Interesting. Ooh, I don't like this dynamic for you. I know. When I first, before I read the whole question, and I'm just quickly thinking of things, my thought was, why aren't like why aren't you going on the family vacations yeah Yeah. why aren't you going but then she said she can't afford the family vacations but it does seem like a very odd dynamic it's odd because it doesn't usually cost that much more to add one person to the trip because Mm -hmm. the house or wherever you're staying Mm -hmm. is already the cost that it is Mm -hmm. you're probably going to share a room with this person Mm -hmm. that's not an extra room or expense the Mm -hmm. only extra expense is like the flight there maybe and i mean i could see them not helping with that that Mm -hmm. might be out of your price range but it's weird that it's all the time I don't know. I don't like this. I Yeah, it's not wrong for you to say to your boyfriend that you want to go on a trip. Like, he shouldn't be using But he's all probably getting free trips, so he's not going to say no to those. Then right. why can't he pay for half of hers? Exactly. Right. He needs right. If he wants to include you in this family and the family yeah. wants to include you, they would be making more of an effort to include for you. For sure. Yeah. Because we have a sister in college, and she has a boyfriend, and she takes trips with his family, and they pay for her lodging, and then vice versa. When he comes with us, we help with his expenses, or not we, but my parents, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I think he and Jagger split it, you know, however they split it. They work it out so that they can travel together. Mm-hmm. And James and I always did that, too. So it's just weird that right. yeah. he wouldn't want you included on these trips, and that the family that is the not family making an wouldn't. effort. I would say maybe they can't afford to pay for her, but if they're always taking luxury vacations, right. you would think they could afford to mm-hmm. help. Yeah or that he could yeah just, you would think everybody would be making more of an effort if you're in a serious yeah. relationship you'd want to include their partners it's mm-hmm. a bad sign that they're i think mm-hmm. not wanting to include you but also some families are just a little bit more closed off yeah that's what i'm it's a good glimpse into how this family dynamic is going to be for you and it's probably not going to get better yeah that's what i would yeah. say it's like it's they're yeah. on their best behavior when you're dating. Yeah. It gets also, worse. That's true. It's also awkward, I think, if your boyfriend's not pressing yeah. for you mm-hmm. to come. I know from my husband when we were dating, if my parents... We begged Peter to not let Hillary come <laughs> on the vacations. <laughs> Every and time. He pushed and he insisted <laughs> I come. But no, my own family, if we did anything, <laughs> Peter was always included yeah. to whatever we did. And I can't imagine if they didn't want to yeah. include him. That would really upset me. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, and the only like... Again, devil's avocado, I could see is that if maybe this girl is just, maybe they're just newly together and she's wanting more than he's probably ready for. Maybe. Like maybe they're she just says it, every year. That's true. He does this. Yeah. You know, here's what I would watch out for is that guys are notorious for only bringing home the girl that mm. they're going to marry. Like, or someone that they're very serious about. 
So to me, it feels like he must not be that serious about you if he's not pushing to bring you. Well, actually, also, it could just be that that is what's accepted. That's the culture in his family that you don't bring the person home until you're actually ready to marry them. So they could still be dating for four years. Mm -hmm. He doesn't bring her home until they're about to get married. And that's totally a thing in lots of families. That's what I'm saying is that like a lot of families are probably just different than both of ours where it's like, no, if you're not married to this person, we don't want them on our family vacation. Some people do have an issue with like you even sharing a room with your partner too. That's what I'm saying. I think that that if that is their family culture, that's one thing. But then, yes, he should carve out some PTO to spend with you. Yeah. And you have to just make sure you're going to be okay with this dynamic. Mm -hmm. All right. Last but not least. Last but not least. Help. Hmm. My partner has become a lazy slob since Hmm. working from home. Hmm. He stopped grooming. He stopped (laughs) helping clean, working out, etc. I need him to take care of himself and help out around the house. How do I address this with him? Um, yeah, I think that is a problem I'm sure a lot of people are having now with yeah. this work from home lifestyle is that it does become really easy to just become lazy. I mean, yeah. you just you don't get dressed in real clothes. You don't, you know, one day not taking a shower turns into two days, turns into three <laughs> days. <laughs> Megan, when was the last time you showered? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I know a lot of that people do struggle with that. Yeah. yeah. So I think you just need to have like a frank talk with him and just say like, I understand you're working from home. It is easy to, to like fall into these non-routines, but you're going to feel better about yourself if you wake up, you put real clothes on, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you do all these things, and then you go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then find something to get you outside. Yeah. It's so easy to start to feel cooped up and mm-hmm. depressed, and that will make it even worse. Like, you don't want to take care of yourself because you're just depressed and you're in your house. You have to get out of your house. Yeah, that's what I would say. Is like, I work from home a lot, and I do have days where it's like, okay, I've got to get out of the house and go walk the dog and just get some fresh air. Yeah, well, it's kind of like during COVID. Uh-huh. You know, we all had to force ourselves to go out on walks mm-hmm. and do things to stay active because yeah. it is hard once you get out of your habits mm-hmm. to kind of get back into a better habit mm-hmm. with, like, especially yeah. with working out and eating yeah. healthy and mm-hmm. all of those things. So, yeah, totally. And maybe like the way to have, I don't know your relationship or how comfortable you feel like saying those things directly to him, but if you don't feel comfortable being that direct, you could even just. Like, pick up a hobby and say you want him to join you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to start walking. Want to join me on these walks? Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to go out for a nice date night once a week. Can we get dressed up and go out for a nice dinner mm-hmm. once a week? And then at least he has to put in some effort for those things. Like, yeah. maybe kind of make it subtle. Right. Mastermind it, like, like Taylor helping, Swift. Yeah. With helping out around the house, I think those can be addressed more directly. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, while you're home, I really need more help with these things. Yeah. But yeah, things like working out, you might have to be a little more yeah, sensitive, so, kind yeah. of depending on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go do this it. today. Do you want to join me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Everybody since COVID has had such big yeah. adjustments and so many people work from home. And it's I know with my family, we've all, it took us a long time to adjust mm-hmm. to life. my husband working from home and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Us being home and then going back to school mm-hmm. and work. It's just a lot of... It's been... We've all had a like whiplash the last three years. Yeah. My favorite game now to play when I go out is take notice. Nobody wears real clothes anymore. Like nobody's out there getting dressed anymore. We're all just like living in loungewear now. Which it's I Having love. its moment. I know. I, I don't have a problem with it, but it is just funny. And I know like like people did that before, but it seems like since like quarantine and the shutdown, it's just like nobody ever went back to like hard clothing. It's half and half. I feel like because when it was pure quarantine times, when Mm -hmm. you'd go out, like literally no one was wearing hard pants, no Mm -hmm. jeans even existed. Yeah. I feel like 
half the people are back in jeans and like half yeah. people are still in athleisure. Yeah. But it is it's hard. Like once yeah. you wear soft clothing for mm-hmm. a year, <laughs> yeah. it's not really hard to put on yeah. anything uncomfortable again. I know. Yeah. And if you have nowhere to go, I mean, why bother? Yeah. It's so just good back. communication will help with this, I think. And some patience too. I mean, it is hard to work from home. It is. All the time. So just understand like he may not be in his office wear like he used to be every day. Yeah, and this also could be a lot of mental health issue. Like, could be struggling with that as well. Sure. Be sensitive yeah. to that. Good luck. And with that, I think that is all the questions we have this week. Be sure to send us your questions at sistersnotsaints.com. That's where you can send them anonymously. You can also reach out over Instagram, Sisters Not Saints Podcast. Same handle on TikTok. Be sure to leave us a great review on Apple Podcasts. And or share us you with listen. your friends. Definitely. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye.